The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code ROSS only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. And you know this, man. Got a bunch of different podcasts now. College draft, getting you ready for the college football playoff semifinals and some of these other bowl games posted yesterday. I'll do the Even Money Betting podcast a little bit later this morning with Steve Fezzik. I am up 39 units. 39 units so far this year. Having a heck of a year. We will have a new Spread the Word winner on Friday. You know, I love when you guys rate and review any of the shows and send me those screenshots after you give us a five-star rating and then say something nice about the show. I think that really helps, like the algorithm for the different podcast apps. So that's awesome if you can do that. The sponsor confirmation email winner, got a new sponsor this week, Peloton. That's pretty cool. Also, Rocket Money, which is cool. And then there's a bunch of other ones. Jack and I always try to make sure the sponsors page, sponsors tab, whatever you want to call it, at RossTucker.com is up to date and ready for you. And we got the YouTube shout out, YouTube.com slash NFL. Just subscribe, make a comment. I actually did one of those videos last night. Didn't have a chance to send it out. I did get a chance to sign the press passes for AJ Caputo, Caleb Walgren, Marcus Lang, Eric McGraw. Most of them were from October. I'm hopefully going to get to the November and December folks today. So I'm doing my post-Santa routine a little bit. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross. We'll start with last night's game where the Colts combined for an abysmal 173 yards on offense and another embarrassing loss, this time to the Chargers, 20-3. to Brutal. Uh, Brutal for the Colts. First of all, congratulations to the Chargers and their fans. I'm excited for you guys. Haven't been in the playoffs since 2018. That's a long drought. I'm glad the Chargers are in the playoffs. I'm glad Herbert is in the playoffs. He's an exciting young player. They got talent. They can win. They can win games in the playoffs. They clinched last night. 
it is wild after they had those losses and I think they were 500 or below 500 to think that with two games left, they already would have clinched. I definitely was not expecting that. Austin Eckler had a couple touchdowns, but they didn't really run the ball very well. It was really Herbert throwing the ball to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both of whom had really nice days, Um, which that's the Chargers, right? Feels like it's Herbert slinging it to Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, a little bit of Josh Palmer in there, and then Eckler scores the touchdowns. He just has a knack for it. It's a shame, too, for the Colts' defense because I thought they played pretty well. DeForest Buckner is such an awesome player, but the offense, as you pointed out, Jack, did absolutely nothing, like nothing. Foles had three interse- at least three interceptions, all three of them really poor, like not even close, didn't see the defensive player. I don't really know what to say about that. I think he was sacked seven times. Khalil Mack, Van Noy, et cetera, even Kenneth Murray. They were all getting after it. I mean, Foles looked awkward when he tried to run at times. I mean, it was just, it was ugly. Speaking of ugly, really, really uh, violent collision between Derwin James and Ashton Doolin. James got ejected which I think was fair. Both players were out of the game anyway because they were in the concussion protocol. James has to lower his target. It's really that simple. Now, Nick Foles put Doolin in a horrible situation where he led led him into that, that absolutely monster hit. You can hit somebody really hard. You just got to be lower if you're Derwin James so you don't potentially have helmet-to-helmet contact like that, which was an absolutely very, very vicious, vicious hit. Hopefully both those guys are okay. Hopefully everybody listening is okay. And one way to do that, Peloton. I know a lot of times right around now, you ate and drank too much during the holidays, and it's like, you know what? I need to get, I need to get in shape. Peloton's the way to do it. We have a Peloton, and it's not one of the bikes, by the way. We have a Peloton treadmill. They make other things. The key, I think, is we talk about this with my wife a lot. I actually talked to her about it last night. The classes are huge. The music's awesome. The instructors get you going. The combo of the music and the instructor, like you can't help but maximize whatever it is your potential is in a workout. It's just, they kind of got the secret sauce there. It's awesome. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. Think about that. Risk-free, 30-day home. Why not? New members only. It's not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. That's onepeloton.com slash home dash.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply trial it's time for the all-important power rankings the worst team in the history of the nfl is coming in at 32 is the denver broncos horrible yeah horrible first time all year they've been here if the defense can't get the rams to punt once and russell wilson's still the quarterback and you fire the head coach after 15 games. He doesn't even make it one full season. That's bad. Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett yesterday after 15 games. Jerry Rosberg will be the interim head coach. It is ugly in Denver. You know, everyone knew he was as good as gone. So why not get a head start on who else might be out there and available and start the the hiring process, the coaching search, et cetera. Number 31 is the Indianapolis Colts. Hard to believe, isn't it, that these are the two worst teams right now, Jack? I mean, if you would have told me before the season started, I would have thought there's a much better chance that the Colts and the Broncos would be in the top 10 of my power rankings going into week 17 than the bottom two teams. Bad, bad season for horse-themed NFL teams. Bad. Number 30 is the Arizona Cardinals. You know, they at least put up a fight. I mean, they were up by 10 in the fourth quarter with a third-string quarterback making his first start. They at least put up a fight, did the Cardinals. So, J.J. Watt wouldn't let him do anything else. Christmas night. So kudos to them for at least putting forth a much better performance than the Broncos and Colts. Number 29 is the Houston Texans. They've played well for about a month now. Really well. I mean, they were right there with the Chiefs, right there with the Cowboys. They beat the Titans. Texans are playing their best ball of the year right now. Number 28, Cleveland Browns. Curious as to what the fallout will be from the way the Browns are looking right now because they're not really winning and still can't believe the Ravens lost to them and Deshaun Watson's not looking good. I don't think they'll fire Kevin Stefanski, but I think they'll do something. Maybe it's the D coordinator. I I don't expect Jimmy Haslam to just stand pat. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. Number 27 is the Chicago Bears. So the interesting thing for the Bears now is if the Texans win one more game, I think the Bears have the number one overall pick. So if you're the Bears, that would be nice. To get the number one pick when you don't need a quarterback like them, I mean, you could either trade down a few spots and still get a stud and get a bunch more picks, or maybe you just like the Will Anderson or whoever that much that you take them number one overall. There's a lot of options there for the Bears. 
but it involves them not winning anymore and rooting for the Texans to win one of these last two, really. 26 is the Atlanta Falcons. They have been much better than I thought they would be this year. That They have hung around, done some really positive things. You know, they haven't won in recent weeks. But again, even against the Ravens, they were they were right there. Number 25, Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders lose both Denzel Perryman and Chandler Jones for the rest of the season, which at this point is only two more games. So it's not that big a deal. But those are two of their best defensive players. I don't know that there will be any fallout from this Raiders year, but it's a really bad season, really bad look for Josh McDaniels that you come into a playoff team and you add Devontae Adams and you're six and nine. Not a good look. A big leap with 24 being the Los Angeles Rams. I kind of like the Rams right now. I mean, they're playing well, even with all those injuries. I mean, even this game, they didn't have Brian Allen in the center or Skaronic at receiver. They are missing so many guys, and they still went out and annihilated the Broncos. I'm uh, I'm really impressed by what Sean McVay's done with uh, with Mayfield these last three games. They're a competitive team now. They're they're a solid team. They do lose a guy they can ill afford to lose, though, in their right guard, Odea Bushi. I thought this was crap. I don't know if you saw this, Jack, but after the game, Randy Gregory was like talking trash of Abushi. Abushi's talking to like daffing up a D lineman, like, hey, good game, man. And then Gregory hits him in the head. So Abushi hits him right back in the head. They're each suspended in one game. You cannot, like, it's one thing during the game where they don't catch the first guy. They only catch the guy that retaliates, so you throw the flag on him. Very different from reviewing the video afterwards and then coming to a conclusion on punishment. In my mind, Randy Gregory should have gotten two games and Abushi won. You, you, look, these are professional football players that just got done a game. They still have their helmets on. Someone hits you in the head, you're going to hit them back. You wouldn't be at that level if you didn't. You wouldn't be the type of person that makes it to the NFL if you're the type of person that just takes it when someone hits you in the head. That's just not you, – you don't get to be an NFL player. I can tell you right now, someone hits me in the head, I'm hitting them back harder, as hard as I can. And that's just a reaction. That's not even me thinking about it. So I didn't like that. I didn't like that Gregory and Abushi got the same suspension. Number 23 is the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they're in a bad spot. Um, I I think it's probably likely that they don't make the playoffs. They'll have a chance in that last game against the Jaguars. But what's wild is that for them and the Jags, this week means nothing. So And the Titans play Thursday night. So you're going to get a lot of Titans that are not going to play Thursday night. It's going to be a bad, bad look for NFL on TV. And the Cowboys are going to have a walkover game. Because I don't think the Titans are going to play any of those guys. Number 22 is the Nolan Saints. Nice. Love the crossover with this in the College Draft Podcast. Saints are a solid team. They're not good. They're not what we thought they could be. But 
I thought that win in Cleveland was really impressive. And they're not out of this thing yet. And they got a chance against a beat-up Philly squad. Really beat-up Philly squad on Sunday. We don't even know who the Eagles quarterback will be. Number 21 is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, they're not a good football team. This is like NFC, the NFC South corridor here. Uh, they're not a good team. We know this. We don't need to pretend that they are. We don't need to pretend anymore that Brady's playing well or that they could go on a playoff run. They are going to probably win the division, but I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to the Panthers. And even if they do win the division, I would be stunned, stunned if they were able to beat the Cowboys in the wild card round. Certainly feels like the Cowboys are a much better football team. Number 20 is the Carolina Panthers. The NFC South corridor continues. How about them signing Josh Norman to the practice squad after losing J.C. Horn? He had wrist surgery for the Panthers. That's a big loss because J.C. Horn is a stud. Now you're going up against Godwin and Mike Evans. It's wild, by the way, with Godwin and Mike Evans and Russell Gage that the Bucks' offense is this bad. But no J.C. Horn certainly gives them a much better chance, I feel like, against the Panthers. Number 19 is the New England Patriots. Well, they got destroyed by the Bengals. I know they came back and almost won the game, but they were very fortunate with the pick six and the Hail Mary or whatever we're calling it to Jacoby Myers. Very fortunate. They clearly got outplayed, especially at the start of the game. But they're not out of this thing yet at all. I mean, they still have a chance. With the Dolphins losing, that gives the the Patriots still a decent chance to make the playoffs. Number 18 is the Seattle Seahawks. Really disappointing finish to the season in Seattle, isn't it? I mean, they had a good thing going for most of the year, but it's, it's either been their defense with a complete meltdown or it's been Geno turning the football over recently and not playing as well. I thought for sure they were going to the playoffs. What were they like seven and three, seven and four? Um, now they're seven and eight, I think. It's been um, a disappointing ending here for the Seahawks. They still have a shot, but they got a, I mean, they're out of it right now with three straight losses. They're out of playoff contention right now. Number 17 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the way the Steelers do it. This is the way the Steelers roll. They never, ever give up on a season. They got a lot of young players playing really well to finish the year. Warren and Pickens and Pickett. Friermuth's still a young player. I would say if you're a Steelers fan, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about next year. They got to get better at some positions, but the way they're finishing this season would make me highly encouraged going into next year with Pickett getting all the first string reps and everything going into next season. Number 16 is the New York Jets. So the Jets got wonderful, wonderful news yesterday when Mike White was cleared for contact. He will start for the Jets on Sunday. Flacco will be the backup. Zach Wilson goes back to being third string. And, man, this gives the Jets a chance. 
All they want and need is a chance. I believe if they win these last two games, they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, now that they have Mike White. So they would be nine and eight. They might need some help. Obviously, the Dolphins win their next two. They're in. But I think maybe the Dolphins play the Jets. Patriots are involved there, and they swept the Jets. So they need the Jet. The Jets need the Patriots to lose, too. There's a lot going on there. But it starts with the Jets winning both these last two games. Number 15 is the Washington Commanders. They got a big quarterback decision coming up. I personally would go with Heineke because – I thought he's played well for the most part, put him in this position. I am surprised that Rivera might go with Wentz. Either way, it kind of feels like whoever starts the game is kind of on a short leash for the game and needs to uh, needs to needs to play well, otherwise they'll get benched. Number 14 is the Green Bay Packers. Packers are money right now. I mean they they are – I like the fact that the Packers, like the Steelers, kind of never relent. They always keep playing to give their team this opportunity. It's like, to me, it's like rocket money. Give yourself an opportunity to manage your budget and save money this year. A lot of people this time of year are thinking, oh, man, how can I do this better? It's rocket money. Formerly known as Truebill, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Rocket Money finds them, and you can just hit a button to, to cancel. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way. I know we have different expenses that either automatic withdrawal or on the credit card. No, 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 no. Be able to look at them all at rocketmoney.com slash Ross. That's rocketmoney.com slash Ross. Rocketmoney.com slash Ross. Was there anything else you wanted to say about the Packers before we move on? They are very much in this, although I've noticed looking at their scenarios, they still need a bunch of help um, because, you know, obviously they're behind the commanders, but they even already lost a game this year to the Lions. So, but if they win these last two, I think they got a pretty good chance if they go nine and eight. Pretty good chance. Number 13 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. How about it, man? They deserve it. I would like to see them in the playoffs. They would be entertaining to see. I'd much rather see whoever it is, Ravens, Jags, Bengals, Jags, than Ravens, Titans, Bengals, Titans. No offense to the Titans fans out there, but I think you kind of can see why. Number 12 is the Baltimore Ravens. They won. They're going to the playoffs. They really need Lamar Jackson back. Their offense has been extremely challenged with him out, although it's not like they were tearing it up when they had him either. Number 11 is the Detroit Lions. You know, I didn't drop them that much. I only dropped them a couple spots. Bad game. Really, really bad game. They got their you-know-what's kicked. 
I'm not going to say same old Lions. I'm not going to say that this is who they are or that they're choking. I'm going to say it was a good game plan by the Panthers. Ran the ball down their throat. They got them. Good for the Panthers. Bad for the Lions. Lions still very likely to go to the playoffs if they win their last two. Number 10 is the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins lost to uh, again. Tua Tungavailoa is back in the concussion protocol. This is really bad for a lot of different reasons. So, number one, it's bad because of Tua's health. This is now what we believe to be his third concussion this season. That's problematic. That is, should I continue playing the sport type of concerning? when you get three concussions in one year. And I know the first one they're saying wasn't a concussion. I don't know many people that actually believe that. That's number one. Number two, how does this happen in the second quarter and his head hits off the ground and he's never checked and he plays the rest of the game and plays poorly, by the way, especially late. And then after the fact, they put him in the protocol. That is concerning that once again, he played with what we believe is a concussion. Very concerning. And then lastly, for the Dolphins, I mean, they're trying to make the playoffs. They're right in the thick of this thing. And now no Tua. That is brutal. Looks like it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater time. Number nine is the New York Giants. Playing well. Playing really well. That win over the Commanders on the road was impressive. Right there with the Vikings, lost on the field goal. I'm impressed with the way the Giants are playing. I really am. They're a good, solid football team. Number eight is Los Angeles Chargers. Kind of talked about them. Big win last night. They're in the playoffs, and they might be getting Joey Bosa back healthy soon. Number seven is the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Listen, I don't care if it's one-score games or not. 12 and 3 is 12 and 3. 12 and 3 is really darn impressive. Kudos to the Vikings for an awesome season so far. They still have a chance to number one seed. Number six is the Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys offense has been humming as of late, which is really impressive considering they really only have one receiver in CeeDee Lamb that scares you. Although Finally, from their perspective and for them, Michael Gallup, you know, was making some plays for them on, on, on Saturday against the Eagles, which they needed. But the defense has really slipped for the Cowboys. That's the, that's the other side of this thing. Number five is the Kansas City Chiefs. Still not playing that great, you know? I mean, defense played better against the Seahawks. They won the game. Still just kind of feels like something is missing with the Chiefs at this point. Number four is the Cincinnati Bengals. Totally dominated. Now, I know they had to pick six on the miscommunication and like the Hail Mary, but they went on the road to New England and took care of business early. Survived late for sure uh, with some of those turnovers, but they were so dominant in the first half that I'm not dropping them. Number three is the Buffalo Bills. 
You know, I mentioned this during the broadcast, or I'm sorry, during the game, I tweeted this, at Ross Tucker NFL, that they really do need Josh Allen in these playoff games to cut down on some of these silly turnovers, whether it's fumbles, careless with the ball, or careless with the ball interceptions. Uh, one way they can do that is if they can run the ball, and man, oh man, did they run the ball against the Bears. That was huge for the Bills moving forward. Number two is Philadelphia Eagles. Injury bug is hitting them pretty, pretty, pretty tough now. Lane Johnson's out until the playoffs at a minimum with reportedly a torn tendon in his abdomen. He's probably their best offensive lineman, their right tackle. That's a pretty significant loss, and there's no guarantee he'll be able to play effectively in the playoffs or be able to play at all. Avante Maddox, who had an awesome game against the Cowboys, he has, quote-unquote, a significant toe injury. He's out indefinitely. Those are two pretty important players. Don't know if they'll get Hurts back this week, but Eagles are unfortunately getting banged up at some key spots here down the stretch. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... Number one is the San Francisco 49ers. They are playing extremely well. They're getting healthier. Elijah Mitchell might be back this week. Debo Samuel might be back soon. So the Niners are not only winning convincingly and playing really good on both sides of the football, they're getting healthier at exactly the right time, which makes them a very, very dangerous team come postseason. Very dangerous. That'll do it, by the way, for a Power Rankings Tuesday edition of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Shout-outs, of course, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and, of course, MyFrontPageStory.com. If you haven't already, please listen to those. I think we're done here, members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. And consider checking out their websites. And maybe um, becoming a, a patron of their business. They're listeners just like you guys. Pretty cool. We got all got to stick together. Other than that, even money in a few hours. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.